the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Take 10. We come to you every week where we talk about a mental health-related issue. It affects caregivers and others. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Tina Smith is manager of caregiving programs, operations at the Caregiver SOS program through the WellMed Charitable Foundation. She has a bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's degree in social gerontology. She's been working in the Caregiver SOS program for over two years. Dr. Jamie Heisman, our other co-host, is a nationally known psychotherapist. He is an expert on addictions and caregiving as well. And Tina, you've got a topic to uh, kick off today's discussion. Yes, I was uh, just interested in what uh, Dr. Jamie had to say about what we call sudden caregivers. Um, uh, an event happens with one of your parents or your spouse, uh, and all of a sudden they are no longer able to care for themselves. Uh, caregiving is hard enough on its own. What do you do when you find yourself just thrown into uh, the caregiving role? Well, crisis stabilization is all about life, right? But there's nothing like it um, being a caregiver when you suddenly have no clue. Uh, and that's from an acute, chronic, or terminal illness. So there's varying ways that we're going to receive this concept of being a caregiver. Our, our, our country's growing older, as we all know. It's something like 10,000 people a day are turning 65. So it should not be any surprise, any newsflash to anybody, that they're going to be a caregiver. The sudden piece, Latina, the sudden piece is something we were talking about last week, which is we have to develop a bank account of resilience. You know, we really do. It's one of those inevitable things. You could probably say the quote better that Rosalind Carter said, right? If you're not a caregiver today, you'll be one tomorrow. If you're not going to be a caregiver or whatever, you'll be, you know, you're going to be providing care tomorrow. But this is inevitable, like anything else in our lives. So when you're thrust into that world of caregiving, you better have something in the bank account, meaning something of strategy like uh, yourself, like building resilience or sharing uh, your, your, your news, if you will, with an already strong support network of people who really love and meet you halfway that you know are there for you. It's just building caregiving resilience that you have to long before you become a caregiver. When that call comes from the ICU, the sudden call that says your mom is here, your dad is here, whatever, uh, are there things you should have done in advance to prepare yourself? You're talking about building a bank of resilience, Dr. Jamie, but folks don't know how to do that. Well, Antina can help me with this because she does runs a fabulous program for WellMed of caregiving. I would think there are several things that right off the top of my head comes through is that, you know, number one, information is power. I mean, you've got to have as much information um, at your system. I know when you say ICU, it sounds like we didn't prepare, but there's usually things we can. I mean, even genetically, we're sometimes predisposed, stress, things are going through us. We kind of know what may happen, except those obviously broken bones and things we take over with rehab. So knowledge is power. Um, making sure you have a strong social support network before this occurs at all times. I mean, even if you weren't a caregiver, 
you know, our body lives on two things, emotional self-regulation and social co-regulation. It means that we get well and healthy when we're around healthy people. So make sure you already have a support system around you uh, and put good lifestyle habits in. That's all I can say. Get you out of your head, like journaling, like breath work, like being able to take breaks and, and, um, and those are the things, and they, maybe the most important, I'll let Tina take it from here, is ask for help. Realize that no matter what, you may end up in this situation. And you cannot put it underneath the, the tent and say, this is a shame and stigma issue. you got to reach out, be able to reach out. Absolutely. You know? I, would, I would say that we, we talk to caregivers a lot about everything that you just said. You know, the asking for help is something that's difficult in our society. We like to do things on our own. And so certainly asking for help, education is key. Um, another thing that I think is important that is uncomfortable for a lot of people is to have those hard conversations before anything happens while everyone is healthy. You know, what are your parents' wishes or what is your spouse's wishes as far as healthcare goes, as far as finances goes, and getting all of that paperwork in order. Um, that will at least, when that emergency, excuse me, emergency happens, that'll at least, that's not something that you would have to worry about. You know, you can at least check that, you have that box checked off. Um, you know, having those conversations. And so you know, you know, what their wishes are financially, legally, you have that paperwork in place. I think that will help also. Now, you part know, of what I'm hearing okay. is denial, which is not a river in Egypt. <laughs> Many of us are in denial about what's going to happen with our loved ones. You know, Ron, it's like gravity, though, right? Uh, you're right about denial. And that's the amazing thing about humans that your body you know um cannot be in denial but your head can your head can be in denial and project it could put things underneath and it can distract it can you know displace all these clinical sort of things we call defense mechanisms but the body keeps the score and that's that you know look at muhammad ali he's a great example of somebody who could out psych you and win before he walks into the ring but over 30 years of getting hit, he ended up with Parkinson's. The body keeps a score. You're going to end up, no matter how much denial you have, needing to be prepared for this moment. Now, let's say the moment doesn't come. I mean, to, but to be dealing with your life financially, psychologically, resilience-wise, let's say your loved one lived forever. I mean, this is like chicken soup, Ron. It doesn't hurt. For those of you who just joined us, speaking of chicken soup, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Tina Smith, and Dr. Jamie Heisman. And we're talking about ways in which sudden caregiving thrust upon you uh, can be less sudden. If I understand you correctly, Tina, one of the things you're saying are here are some steps you can take way in advance in anticipation of potentially becoming a caregiver. Is that right? No, absolutely. I think, you know, we all need to have those conversations. If if we do things beforehand, while everyone is still of sound mind, still, uh, you know, ability, you know, can do their, their own things, now is the time to have it, uh, have those conversations and get things in place. It just makes it easier when that emergency does happen. But Dr. Jamie, I was wondering, what do you, for those the caregivers or, or adult children or spouses that are willing to have that conversation, but what if the person uh, that, you, you know, your parents, uh, they don't want to have that conversation? Do you have any suggestions on how to maybe move that forward? I do. I do, because it happens all the time, right? You know as well as I do, Tina, that uh, when the caregiver sometimes brings news, um, that's the last person they want to hear it from. Uh, as I often say, be careful because the messenger often gets killed. 
So I think you got to prepare well ahead. You have to have families that you have connection with, meet you halfway, understand what is happening or what may be happening. And that's where your support network comes through that you need to put them around. And there's type of loving, and I mean loving interventions where you can put the family together, maybe with a third party. You know, I'm an intervention person, geriatric care managers, you, social worker, find a third party that's not so embroiled in it to help people understand and open up their minds. And I want to say one thing too, when your loved one is suddenly there and you're taking care of them, and that's that, you just found out, I think you need to take a, a note from parenting. I mean, Ron knows I'm an older daddy. I just became one in my 50s. But at the end of the day, always realize one thing, that the children are always watching. So if you're going to be panicked, you're going to be frustrated, you're going to be overwhelmed, you're going to be stressed because you became a caregiver, guess what? Your loved one is going to feel it. It's a social learning theory. So be as normal as possible in this whole thing, in resolution. Uh, if, you know, do what you're saying, Tina. Put these things together as a strategy to remain calm. And then do breath work, right? Make sure you're calm before you sit with your loved one. The last thing they want is a caregiver out of control, stressed on one leg. In other words, fake it till you get it. You got it. Fake it till you make it. But realize that the most important, I think, thing you can do, medicine you can provide your loved one, is your own stability your own ability to stand on two feet, give them a safe place to talk and emote. And when it comes to caregiver SOS, Tina, uh, can you help folks who become the sudden caregiver? Absolutely. We have a caregiver specialist that can provide that one-on-one -on -one guidance, kind of help, uh, help you understand what next steps might need to be, help connect you to area resources. Also, we have a, a teleconnection uh, program where we have experts from around the country, such as, as Dr. Jamie, he's a, a regular uh, presenter for us, but they share information about uh, just different caregiving topics. We talk a lot about dementia care. We talk a lot about self-care um, and, and mental wellness uh, for caregivers. And so, as he, as he said, you know, education is key. Information is key. And so that's a good place to get that. And caregiver teleconnection is free. Uh, you yes. go to caregiver caregiversos.org to get all that information. Dr. Jamie, Tina Smith, thank you very much. You've been listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron. Delighted to have you with us. We'll talk to you next time right here on Take 10. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.